You're listening to the Can't Sell This podcast, dedicated to projects past that never saw the light of day. With your hosts, Hugh Elliott and Stefan Grambart. This is the Can't Sell This podcast. Can't Sell This being, of course, writing projects and animation projects or short films or novellas or whatever. Vaudeville. Yeah, tap dancing. If you're yeah. into tap dancing, but you can't sell that, I'd be into that. So it's about projects that you do on your own that you don't know where to go with. Yeah? Does yeah. that make sense? Is that a sentence that makes sense? I am your host, Hugh Elliott, with um, Stefan Grambart. Hello. <laughs> so let, let's let's talk a little bit about why this might be a thing. Yeah. Um, Stefan, you and I have known each other only for a couple of years, I would say. We're not... We're not it's not like we're long time friends. Yeah, we didn't go to high school together or, you know, like... Although we do know people in common. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. I, I would say we became fast friends. Mm-hmm. Instantly friendly. Yeah. And you're from Ottawa. I am. The nation's capital. Yeah, I didn't need you to answer that. I, I, already, I was just stating it. <laughs> <laughs> so as newly fast friends... We discovered we have a um, affinity for writing for ourselves, uh, specifically writing for ourselves projects that will never ever go anywhere. Right. Not intentionally. Not every time intentionally. Right. Sometimes intentionally. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you just kill the project mm-hmm. because you're just sort of at a point where you've taken it as far as it can go and you know the 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 effort required to actually turn it into something more than where you've gotten it to isn't always worth it. For instance, I mean, so what, we, what we've done here, uh, Stefan, is we've put together a list of potential discussion topics, projects mm-hmm. that, we, that we have worked on um, individually that we'd like to discuss and see how we could riff on them. And I think that on occasion, I've simply stopped working on things because I got bored with them. Right. It doesn't mean they're not interesting. I just don't know where to take them, even if I had somewhere to take them. Have you ever picked one up again after you've sort of quit it for being a bit boring? I think I always feel fondly towards them. I always, you know, like, you know, we talk, we've talked now uh, before lighting this up was these are some projects that I've written that I'm interested in discussing, but only in so far as I think the concepts are solid. I don't believe I could sell them to anybody. Like, I think it really, you know, the, the two situations in which I've written things that I thought these could go somewhere, they didn't go anywhere, you know? And and that brings us to the whole purpose of the podcast is, is to discuss these things that uh, potentially uh, have no future, but that we like. This know? is their future now. This is their future. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's important to note that Although when we discussed this initially, it was because we were laughing as hard as we possibly can about uh, an X-Men concept that you were working on that you then discovered entirely existed after you had totally written through it. Yeah. And I thought that that was one of the cutest things I'd ever heard. (laughs) I swear... That I did not know that this was a, uh, a thing, that this existed. And right. I have been telling people this idea for probably, you know, a, a solid 
you know, 18 months when I told my friend James and he's like, yeah, 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 that guy exists. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And now I'm like, I'm like going back in my mind to all the other people that I've talked to. I'm like, did they know? Did they think I'm just a moron? Were they not comic readers? Yeah. Do you think maybe that was it? There were, there were, I so mean, maybe your friend James was possibly more well-read. He was probably more well-read as a, as a comic book aficionado. Yeah. Mm. That would be it then. That would be it. I once had what I thought was a fantastic idea for a short film. And I have a friend who, who is an independent comic book artist and he runs his own comic. He's been running it for 20 years. And I told him about it. And within five minutes of me talking about it, he goes, Last Starfighter. Oh. And I, I, I just kind of yeah. reacted with, uh, oh, I mean, no. And so much in the same way as, you know, the lady doth protest too much, I realized that if I was defending the project too long, that it, it wasn't, then I was wrong, right? If I had to defend it to a, a, a degree that, became the person looking at me really patiently, mm -hmm. then I was then I was the wrong. And so I, I, I said, that's fine. It's still a project I really like. And I still think it, I mean, it could, it could be The Last Starfighter, but done for us. It was just a, it was just one of those moments where I was like, oh yeah, okay. That's, and that's an idea that's oh, it's well past its prime and somebody's already done it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the X-Men character. Yeah, I want to talk about the X-Men. So <clears throat> this is, this is, so Stefan. Yes. Stefan, excuse me. Let's talk about why this is happening. And and, and specifically the X-Men character. Because I don't recall ever telling you any of my ideas. I remember us sitting at the bar talking about your ideas and how funny we could make how much more funny we could make them. Funnier we could make them. Um and then going, we got. We need to have a podcast based on how much funnier we could make a thing. Yeah, and I think it was this particular one. It was absolutely the X Men, and I think specifically it was about the fact that you that it was, that it was divulged that I mean the guy exists. Yeah, that was that to yeah. me was the best punchline ever. Yeah, which to me is like this is the idea that. You can sell, apparently. You cannot. I cannot. <laughs> but someone <laughs> somebody, somebody <laughs> with more talent. No, more no, no, I wouldn't say that. Connections. More opportunity. They're there. They're yeah. already there. They're yeah. at Marvel. Right. So right. some fucking guy right. who's at Marvel uh, said, Hey, I have this really fucked up idea okay. for the X-Men. I, I want to hear it. All right. This is, I want to hear this. All right. So. Um, I'm going to take it back to my college days in animation when my buddy Darren and I used to sit around late at night working on projects and what we would do is because we were both Marvel kids we, we started this sort of game where it was alright you are now editor-in-chief of Marvel you have free reign to do whatever you want with these books to change these characters to make them into something new what do you do pick a character go and so that's something that has never really left. I, I do that every once in a while. I just think of interesting new ideas for, for comic books. Even though I, I, I'll be honest, I don't read them as much as I used to. 
But I have this idea for a character for a, a weird mutant power because I've always liked the weird mutant powers because everyone seems to have things that are useful. So the story would start where the X-Men, whatever version of the team exists, is fighting one of their foes. And okay. this, this is a villain that I would create and his ability is to take away those mutant powers. Okay, but that that that's again that's an actual character. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody out there. I, I mean, okay. like, there's probably like five. But you're like, of them. I'm going to make a character that does. Okay, the thing fair enough. I'm going to so find there's the, the character in the catalog. I mean, that's the whole reason for the X Men movie in which they they take the powers away is the the second the stupid drug, right? Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's last that's, stand. Yeah, that's yeah. an actual character, right? Yeah. So, so the is powers that last stand. Was it called the last stand? X Men: The Last Stand. X Men: Three: The Last Stand. I think. So. X Men. X Men: Wolverine. Wolverine, Wolverine hits what's your face in the chest yeah with his claws Samka Jansen oh Samka Jansen yeah she's the loveliest okay um, so and so, so you, this, I digress so you continue so so the villain takes away the X-Men's powers right and in the next panel you see them standing there but there's another guy in an X-Men uniform right and everyone's like who are you and he says, with a sigh. <laughs> I'm sorry. With a, with a sigh. It's got to be it's like the bit in the comic. It's like the yes. sigh. Sigh. With asterisks or something. And he, I don't know. I, have, I, I don't even have a name for this guy. I think it was like, uh, Steve. I'm Steve. I've been a part of the X-Men since day one. Right. But my power is that... No one remembers I exist. That's his power. It's just because I completely like if, if you don't you just don't see him, you don't hear him, you don't remember him. Right. And then he goes through this montage of, of images of him being at all the, you know, like crucial X Men battles. Key he's battles. There. Yeah, yeah. Like like, you know, Dark Phoenix saga, he's there, the Mutant Massacre, he's there, you know, Follow the Mutants, he's there, he's been at all right. he's been a, been part of the team and helped them out the entire time. Right. But no one knew about it until his powers were taken away, and now he's like depowered, and he's just there. He's just a guy. And then you just go through the story, and they find a way to get their powers back. And then, of course, in the climactic battle where they get their powers back, he just is no longer drawn in the panel, and the comic just continues without him. Right. And I was like, what would be so beautiful about that, if it's, let's say, one or two issues, is that that character would would be in every issue of the X-Men forward because right. we just don't draw them. You don't see them. <laughs> and as I tell this <laughs> to my friend James, right. he's like, yeah, forget me not. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, that's the X-Men. Forget me not. He's got the power where no one remembers that he exists. But he's an actual X-Men? Yeah. And I look it up and it's like I'm looking at it right now because I looked it up then. Formerly X-Men. He's part of X Force. Formerly X. Yeah. Okay. He's he's an American. He's single, so okay. ladies. Um, he's an adventurer as an occupation. What is, is it? A passive ability? You know, is it like the healing thing? Well, let me read it. Let me read it. Powers. Forget me not. Was a mutant. Uh oh. Oh, so he became forget me not at all. <laughs> <laughs> was a mutant. You know, forget me not is the wrong name for it. Him, is by the way because forget, forget me, me not is something you want to remember. remember all the time. That's what I said. Okay, and that's when I was like, I gotta go to Marvel. I gotta pitch them my idea. 
just so that we can get rid of this guy with the wrong name. Okay, read the, read the rest of this guy. I'm curious. Forget me not was a mutant who was stated to be in a state of constant existential superposition, both real and unreal. He's literally written out of the story. Consequently, his abilities include imperceptibility. <laughs> Forget-Me-Not is incapable of being perceived or remembered by virtually all individuals. When Forget-Me-Not is not directly within view of an individual, his presence, existence, and any memories of him completely disappear. Wow. Telepathic imperceptibility. Well, what, uh, so it's just imperceptibility, again. Yeah. Telepathic. Well, telepathic, though. Means he can direct. No, 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 no. People can't, can't sense his presence telepathically. So Professor Xavier can't. No. So, all right. So, have we established that it's a passive thing or? Active? Yeah, it looks like it's passive. And then, so okay. He's just fucking standing there going, like, no one can see me. This is the reason that I was never picked at Dodgeball. This is the reason that whenever they said Stephen Hudsicker, Stephen Hudsicker, Hudsicker, anybody see Stephen today? Okay, well, I guess he's, and I see he just kept failing. Yeah. He's like, they, 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 <laughs> and, and they'd be like, uh, and and just go yeah. over it because it would blank out on them. So he failed everything. But my question, that's, that's another question, is like if he hands in a report in school, mm. the report doesn't disappear. Well, I think it does. I think it's part of the imperceptibility. When they when they get his report, they're like, it, once he leaves, they don't see it anymore. And it just... Or do they just think, they, I think the they hell Stephen Hudson? Yeah, they probably pass over it. Yeah. yeah this guy's not even a class. They keep this... I don't know what this is. Yeah, graduates with honors because <laughs> they keep giving him marks because he yeah. keeps handing his shit in. He's on. He's on the the list of students that are supposed to be in a class. Mister uh, Mister Clandester, uh, is there a reason I got an F? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> and the second he walks out, he's like, ah, I'm gonna have a oh. smoke. <laughs> I grew up in the 70s. My name is Stephen Hudsiger. I don't know where Hudsiger came from, but I like, I like him. him. That's going to work. Yeah. I I don't know. Forget me not. It's a dumb name. But it is there a better mean, name? Would you give it a better name? Did you have a name? I mean, you thought about it a lot. You wouldn't have called it Forget Me. It would have been weird if you had actually I would him. not have called him Forget Me Not because I thought ever, that's right? the first thing I thought was that is not the correct name. I would call him Memory Leak. Memory leak is good. Yeah, yeah. But that's more. That's more now. That's not eighties. Yeah. I just like the idea that he didn't give himself a code name because no one would remember it anyways. So he just is Stephen. Oh my god! Could you imagine if <laughs> when, when everybody gets their memories all the when when all the powers are gone, he's just fucking standing there in a tank top and flip flops. Like, yeah, like with a smoke or something. <laughs> oh. Hey guys. Yeah. They're like, what other power do you have? Oh, I mean, nothing, really. <laughs> this, okay, so this, this brings me to the, oh, the villain can... who, who can make people forget. I mean, is he super strong? Because just taking away healing and uh, from Wolverine and making him not be able to smell as good or smell as well. Um, I thought you <laughs> body odor. No, 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 but like. Because it was like part of his mutant thing is they could smell things, yeah. you know. I just, <laughs> it's too late for you, Logan. <laughs> oh, God, you took away my, my musk. <laughs> oh, no, it's back. Oh, God. No, sorry, you're right. We smell as well. So you take away 
his senses, his, his preternatural senses, and then also his healing ability. But he still got metal claws jacked up his arm, which like if I was the I, so the question I had for you in terms of like the villain. Mm. Was was he selectively removing powers, or was it just an? Oh no, it was like a a blast. So so if he was part of the um, what's that called the Magneto whatever the, the group the Brotherhood of Evil the Brotherhood mutants. of Evil Mutants or just mutants now they don't they're rebranded they've decided that evil is a bad PR word the Brotherhood of Mutants yeah okay but in the eighties when you were coming up with this or nineties yeah. when you came up with this. Evil mutants. Evil mutants. The bad guys. Yeah. He just sort of, he walks in and like Magneto's like, well, could you just step back like 50 feet or whatever your ring of whatever is? Because I can, I mean, I can just, I can reach over you with my power. Or is it like, does he just imbue an aura of his power? I'm more curious about the guy that turns off powers. Why, why are you so, that guy's boring. Uh, because it affects the fight. It affects the fight. Like, Colossus is still a big fucking Russian. Yeah, he is. He is. So, I mean, you take away his steel, he's still a big Russian. And yeah. if nothing else has powers, he's still like a six foot five giant Dragunov, you know, like, uh, what's his name from uh, Rocky Four? Like, he's still a uh, big Ivan fucking Drago? guy. Ivan Drago. Yeah. Drago. Drago. I must break you. Right. Yeah. Or Conan. I don't yeah. think Drago. But anyways... Like, Conan was Russian? Still, no, he wasn't at all. That's kind of cool. No. So, I mean, like, he could still... Is his last name, like, Romanov or Mm-mm. Smirnov? No. I believe his last name was The Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but I'm just saying, like, Conan, are your friends staying for dinner? <laughs> Conan! <laughs> no, okay, so, yeah, you're right. I'm, 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 I'm harping on the wrong thing. But also... The right thing, <laughs> because who like how long is that? How long is that issue gonna last? When it's just like, I mean, we can beat the shit out of them anyways. Yeah, yeah. Wolverine, yeah. you don't care if you kill people. Why don't you just go up and kill that guy? You still have your claws. You still have your claws. Mm. There are a lot of instances in which Wolverine loses healing ability and can still kill the shit out of. But that things. would that would be interesting too. Is like this villain is like, ha I've taken away your powers. And like, yeah, it's it's not the end of this. Ah, uh, uh, six foot five, yeah, giant yeah. Russian. So the guy just runs. He's like, <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> track master. <laughs> I can run faster than you and still keep my powers away from you. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So not forget me, not but, not memory leak. Whatever his name is, Stephen. And I like the idea that he's just like in flip flops and a tank. Yeah, he's, he's just like literally out. like he's like no one's gonna remember. I can do what I want. But the cool <coughs> thing be is that he would he Excuse would me. remember and he would know all these things about the X Men. I love I love the montage. See, this is where we got to. Was I love the montage of these key moments and inserting him into yeah, them. Yeah. Like in a, in know, a like, really good way. Like, like exactly. Family find, way. find one where it was like, like maybe Cyclops had to be looking in a certain direction, but he wasn't. And like Steven just like taps him on the shoulder and he turns his head to look in the right way. Yeah. And like, oh shit. But last. Like, I'm thinking about even like he's, he's involved. He's in their lives. Like a the real whole time. person. The whole time. But no one remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you could even do, because like, I mean, the X-Men was a soap opera. So you have yeah. him like, you know, he's got a relationship with, with one of the X-Men, you know, like him and Storm were like a couple, but she never remembered it. 
Oh, that was so sad. That's the saddest thing. Yeah, no, thing it's in the super world. sad. Like the guy's a super depressing superhero. Wow. That's his power is he's depressing. Super depressing. <laughs> super depressing. <laughs> but I wanna I wanna digress a little bit and just talk about um about mutant powers in general. Because this sure. was a thing that, that we used to talk about, not we, you and I, but me and my friends. Yeah. Um my friends. Not you and me, because we're different friends. Right. I just mean like the guys I grew up reading comics with, that's all. Sure. Whatever, man. But um <laughs> did they buy equipment to record a podcast? Because <laughs> fuck those guys. I mean, I would talk to about the friend that's you know being so nice. But whatever, it's cool. Let me just look. Who who cut that uh, unpickled pickle? <laughs> you did a good job. I did. I'm good at cutting vegetables. Um, but we used to talk about this whole idea. So if if mutants, if it's just a random mutation, it's surprising that every mutant you ever meet has some kind of useful ability. Yeah. Some more useful than others, but for the most part, Marvel has not really... I mean, I guess now they have, but like in the 80s and 90s, they didn't really go down the road of like the mutants who have powers that just do nothing. Like one long finger. Yeah, one long finger. Well, those are the Morlocks. Yeah, but even then, those it was like... The Morlocks. Some like of them were just... Baby had, had like sticky skin, but that was still... He found a way to make that fucking useful. Like... I think at some point, everybody finds a way to make themselves useful. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's... I mean, it's like, you know, hey, what's your mutant ability? Well, I got one floppy arm. <laughs> that, those are the guys that we It's like, well, I got one arm. No, no. That okay, that's not a mutant. You just got a, a fucked up arm. You know, and it's like, well, well it's I'm going to call myself a mutant. Yeah. You know? No, no, but we... So I had the twins, known as the kickstand twins, and um, their powers would activate when they were in physical contact. And... The one twin could make his left leg go limp. Okay. And the other twin could make his right leg shrink. And then they would just have to hold each other up. <laughs> that's the dumbest. That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> wait, wait, it gets better. So How does it get better? We we had a whole team of these guys. Oh, okay. Um, and one of them, I, this is one I, I wanted to do as a comic strip. Okay. Where there's this guy, he's an X-Man, and he uh, he's on a date with this woman. She doesn't know that he's an X-Man. And they're, they're having they're I mean, having they're dinner. kind of a secret organization. Yeah. So nobody would know. No. Know. Like, he's got a secret identity. She knows that he goes the, to the these... The world of Tinder is weird for X-Men. I yeah. Well, they just like, I am a teacher at Xavier's School for Gifted Children. Students. Yeah. Newtons. So, I mean, children. Um, God damn, autocorrect. So so they're they're out and they're having dinner and um, you know the the uh, appetizer shows up and the, the woman ordered a salad and she looks down and she goes oh and he and he says what and she's like it's it's French dressing he's like yeah she's like well I, I wanted Thousand Island and in a similar way to Steve, he sighs. And then he, he lifts up his glasses and he shoots two beams of Thousand Island dressing. Out of his tear ducts. Out of his eyes. Yeah, out of his tear ducts. Oh. Into her salad. And it would be actually weirder. <laughs> Sorry. It would be so much weirder if he just like took her bowl 
and just yeah. lifted it and just and, the, and it just dripped down his face. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> like you're you're like yeah. cyclopsing. Yeah. Right? Well, because I wanted to be a little useful in the no, team. Like he, was, I got God, fuck, oh, oh, like just drinking it. The blob but, is <laughs> the blob loves him. <laughs> Bring back thousand island dressing. <laughs> so then, so she's like that. That's incredible. That's an amazing ability. He's like, yeah, not if you like Italian. <laughs> and then she she has this expression. Right. And then she takes his bowl of salad and she vomits Italian, Italian dressing. Oh. And the next panel is them getting married because they're just made for that's each other. Nice. And that's beautiful. That's like the opposite of Super Depressing Man, yeah. which is, I think, the new code but name. But still for... 100% useless. Yeah. Well, I mean... I do like Except the idea the of like grossing people out with the, you know, you pick yeah. up the bowl and you just, like, cry. <laughs> That's no dressing. Like, death. Like, as be. bearded guys, like, it runs yeah. through your beard, beard. and shit. Yeah. Like, it's just dripping. You're just holding it out <laughs> it, would, it would be actually less useful if it was tied to the fact that you had to be crying. So he's constantly trying to make himself sad or, like... Bring yeah. onions with him to cut up, but there was a lot of food-related ones. I don't, I don't want to add more food. Okay, because my favorite guy was the guy who could breathe pea soup, but he could only breathe pea soup. So he had a helmet full of pea soup. Yeah, but only up to his like nose, so he could see. So he could see, right? Sure. But like, if he's running, it like sloshes around, and <laughs> he can't see like, very you well. You didn't invent an enclosed. No, you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> it's like, it was all a bowl. Yeah. Basically, like a big fishbowl. <laughs> we can't hear you. You're, you're, there's just bubbles of pea soup in it. Listen, you're grossing us all out. Why did you get the one with ham? <laughs> he's got to. Uh, he's always got to fight near like a soup kitchen in case the, in case the helmet breaks. Broken. Yeah. yeah. That's the grossest one. I love pea soup, by the way. So it's it's not nearly as gross, but I don't think I'd like an aspirated pea soup. As much as no, you don't want that. as much as I want just plain old pea soup. Pea soup is the one that that my wife goes <laughs> every time I open the can. She's like, I just hate it, but my kids like it. I've convinced my kids to like it. Habitant pea soup. Habitant, that's good. French Canadian. So okay, yeah. How do these end? Um, I don't, I don't know, but I assume we we're, we're like you know. Goodbye is probably the first step. <laughs> yeah. I just, I can imagine someone listening and just not knowing that it's ended. Oh, well, we can say thank you for listening. We appreciate your time. And we're Canadian, so we want to do that, right? Yeah. What if it was... Um, Tune in next time. Sure. I mean, we might just give up. <laughs> <laughs> this has been... Can't sell this podcast with Hugh Elliott and Stefan Grambart. There we go.